Welcome to the Christian Contractor Podcast. Christian Contractor Podcast. A show created for kingdom-driven Christian contractors that are focused on scaling their business in God's name while positively impacting the world around them. If you're ready to ascend from a contractor to a purpose-driven business owner, we're here to serve you. Here's your host, Brandon Guthrie. How to always be good enough in business, no matter the economy. What's up? I'm Brandon Guthrie with Dream Design Labs on the Christian Contractor Podcast, where it's our mission to help Christian contractors bring the passion and purpose back into their business and scale it in the name of God so that we can positively impact the world through the abundance we create together. Thanks for tuning in. I'm super excited to have Jordan Box of Builders Innovation Group with me today. Jordan, welcome and thank you for being here. Uh, Thanks for having me. Of course, man. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. It's a blessing. Um, And before we hop into it, I'm just going to hit us up with a real quick prayer. Sound good? Absolutely. All right. All right. All right. right. Uh, Dear Jesus, I pray that uh, we will be your hands and feet, that you give us the words to speak, and that we put you before all else. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Come on. Amen. Let's rock. Let's roll. We're excited. We're pumped. We're filled with the Holy Spirit. We're here to connect with you and other Christian contractors, bring the word and relate. And this first question is so relevant. I think so many Christian contractors are going to resonate with it so much. And that question is, do you think contractors out there struggle with feeling not good enough? Oh, that's, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I believe they do. I, I mean, I've struggled with it for, for years and it's constant reassurance in the word and letting myself know that who I am in the eyes of God is plenty. He created us to be who we are, but at the same time with the influence of um, the worldly things and the people that are involved and social media and everything, it, it piles up to basically in a way, not necessarily consume us, but weigh on us those ideological things that the world has put onto us that where we feel inadequate Mm. or we feel like we're not living up to what we should be Mm. Yeah, because these certain expectations are put on us where we have to perform constantly, no matter what the outcome, whether it be weather or, or clients, there's constant changes in personalities. And the more that you stay true to who you are, who God intended you to be is what keeps me consistent, Mm. keeps me as my baseline to where no matter who I stand in front of, no matter what client I'm in front of, no matter what occurrences happen, I'm always who I am as, as a Christian. So I stay consistent in that way to where no matter what comes, but I feel like most, most including myself do struggle with it. It's always in the back of my head of, am I good enough? Am I doing what God wants me to do? hundred percent. Uh, and I think a lot of Christian contractors listening in right now struggle with the same thing. You know, uh, we all, we live in a world where we're always comparing ourselves to the next version of ourselves where we're not, we're always, we're, we're never here. We're always wanting to be there. And when we get there, 
then we want to go to the next level, the next level, the next level, and it feels like a never-ending, never-ending hamster wheel. And um, my question is, uh, would you mind sharing an experience of your own where you felt like you were in that place of, I'm not good enough? Like, have you ever? Do you have any instances or any stories or anything that you'd like to share with Christian contractors that they're experiencing it right now, like today, like November? Uh, what's the date today? 24th, November 24th. They're struggling big time. Like they're, they're feeling it. They're pulling their hair out. They see no light at the end of the tunnel. There's a lot of people out there that are potentially not spot now, especially going into 2024, a very interesting climate in this world right now. Um, and for some of us, for some of us, they're in that now, but obviously you've grown so much in the past years. It's like, can you share a little bit uh, to relate with those people in a, a scenario where you were struggling just like they are. Oh, it was, uh, it still, it still is in a lot of ways, but reflecting a lot in the word is always, it's God always creates storms. There's always storms in every season of life, right? Whether it be in business or in life, there's always the storm, but also the promise that he was going to provide. Mm, And when we continue to, it's on my phone. My phone is my screensaver is, is for I live by faith, not by sight. Mm -hmm. Because if I focus on what I want, I can never see what God has for me. Mm. So if, if I continue to, Focus on oh the the detrimental quarter four right the, everything that's always in that that contractor's mind or business owner's mind is yeah. the Q four oh yeah everything slows everything creeps but if you focus on building in Q four and promoting during Q four mm, mm. to line up Q one mm, mm. each and every year you use Q four as a foundation to build that next level. Mm, mm. Yeah. yeah. Q1 is going to be better and better every year. Yep. Yep. So, th- so think of it instead of as Q4 is this, this epitome of detriment and despair is what am I going to do during Q4? Mm. Think of Q4 as I'm going to build my new foundation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to build my new level up. That's awesome. That's amazing. And uh, obviously, you know, you're in a place where you're able to see it through that lens of being able to build a foundation. And it sounds like you've, you know, you have a, a strong grasp of, you know, reflecting on the word when times get tough and it, it puts you, gets you through the storm. So if you're able to be patient and endure, you can really just stick around long enough. You're, you're already greater than 80 percent is because you're just patient and you had endurance. And just by doing that, you're already going to get light years ahead and be able to step into what God has for you. But for, uh, is there, has there ever been a, a place where, where you were struggling and you, uh, and you did feel obviously, and we still are every day. Life is a never ending learning lesson, but oh yeah, do you have any stories you can share with somebody that might feel like they're not good enough? Can you share a story of yourself where you didn't feel good enough and now, uh, yeah, to the point where you were just kind of feeling like there was no light at the end of the tunnel. Like, if you share that, it really helps people that are in it now feel like there's hope. So, if, oh, if you the, have some kind of a story you can share, that would be amazing. 
four years ago, almost five actually before, right, right when I was getting into starting Builders Innovation Group just over four years ago. And I was transitioning into what am I going to create? What's, what's for me? What does God have for me? Before I even knew God. Um, out of the Marine Corps, I always struggled with being better. Uh, and what am I doing next? What am I doing next? Wondering what's going to happen next. And it got me to a point of constantly thinking like I was failing. Where that struggle consumed me. It was to the point where I even found myself on on a cliff where I didn't want to be here anymore. And until I found God, I had a friend that said some stuff to me from, well, scripture and put a question in my mind of, well, I didn't want to go to church. I didn't want to be involved because I didn't want to be like everybody else that always had that hypocritical stance where, oh, I go to church for one day or I'm this person for one day, but this person six days a week. I didn't want to live like that. And then my friend asked me, well, what if you were meant to change that? And it was just enough to like hit me in the head Mm. and bring me back from where I was Mm. to realize that there's something better. There's something different. Maybe God, maybe that is God's purpose. Mm. Maybe that is the, what he wants me to do, Mm. but it just gave me enough to think about it. Mm. Not enough to fully get me out of that hole, but just enough to think about it. Mm. Mm. So in my eyes, it was God lit the way. Yeah. He didn't do the work for me, yep. but he lit the way. Wow. And he's like, this, if, if your choice, I, I'm going to give you a choice. It's not going to be the easiest. It's my word. My teachings aren't the easiest. Mm. They aren't meant to be easy. Yep. But this is the way there's, there's rules. There's accountability to being a good Christian. There's, there's, the teachings that I teach that you have to follow commands. Exactly. Hmm. And then there's those worldly ones where you have no rules. It's easy. That way is easy hmm. because nobody is account- holding you accountable for your things. Yep. God never said that I'm going to make this easy for you. He said he will give to you. On the contrary, that is going to be difficult, right? Exactly. And, but it's a choice, choice to put yourself into God's word, put yourself into his teachings, what, what he's about. Mm, mm. Seek and you shall find. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's amazing. I mean, you found yourself in a tough spot, right? And I think a lot of contractors listening in can, can, can feel that because no matter how much you achieve, you all, you can tend to get to a place where it's never good enough. You get more and more and more and more and make progress, make progress, but you keep finding out what's wrong with it and how you could be better. And you keep comparing yourself to everybody else and find ourselves on this hamster wheel and on the edge of a cliff, not wanting to be a part of this hamster wheel anymore. It doesn't have to be a hamster wheel because it's not meant to be the instruction manual for life, which is the Bible tells us that we are already good enough, that there's nothing that we can do to earn our salvation. There's nothing that we can do to make God love us anymore. And exactly. he made us perfect. There's nothing, we don't need anything. 
and uh, or, or worse, or worse, it it's more money. Mm, mm. I I need to make more money yep. in order to do more. Why can't you do more today? Just being who you are today. Yep. Who God intended you to be today. Mm. So sure. It, it's you're always chasing that next step, next dollar, next big thing that you're doing. A hundred percent. And you know, I sent you that video. It was a TikTok video. I sent you the link. And so this guy is, it was really cool. It was very interesting because I just, I just, uh, I get my like five, <laughs> my five minute lunch breaks essentially. <laughs> uh, and I, yeah. and I, I have a little couch in my office and I sit down and I, and I'll hop on TikTok, and it's all curated now for me, obviously. So it's like contractor content, Christian content, you know, business content. It's all cool. And so, but the first thing, as soon as I open up TikTok, the first video that pops up is literally this that video I sent you, and it says First Corinthians seven seventeen, and it says, nevertheless, each person should live as a believer in whatever situation the Lord has assigned to them, just as God has called them. This is the rule I lay down in all the churches. And to clarify that a little bit, essentially what he what it's saying is that uh, be faithful with the season that, that you've been presented with right now, with what you've been given right now. You're in a season in life, and uh, whatever God has given you, has put in front of you, do it to your fullest. Whether, uh, you know, whatever it is. Do it through the fullest and don't be, oh, I wish I could be there. I wish I could be there. Be here. The epidemic is the here and there problem. Everyone wants to be there, wants to be there, wants to be there. It is never actually here. Um, and so that was that verse. <laughs> it was crazy. Right yeah. before we hopped on here, I saw that. I was like, oh, that is, that is perfect about living into the season that God has for you right now and not complaining about not being in a different spot, but being here now and, and actually seeking and asking God, like, what do you, what do you have for me here? What is this? Let me look for you. Let me look around for a second. Stop. And like really try to soak in what you're trying to tell me, you know, maybe it's not where I want to be, but where do you want to be? Because if we can align with God's will, we pray for God's will. We seek God's will. God will support that. And if God supports us, we have the backing of the almighty creator of the universe. Man, we are going to be A-OK. 100%. 100%. It's like I teach my uh, my kids when I when they were growing up in baseball. It, they get so focused on winning and losing. Right? That, so that, that kind of translates to what I would teach my kids, winning and losing. No, it's never about winning or losing. It's winning or learning. So you're winning. Or if there's something that's going on in your life, well, I need to learn and understand and absorb what, what's going on around me, what God's trying to teach me, so I can continue to put myself in line with what God has for me. Mm, so true. So true. Which, which also leads into another awesome couple of verses that I looked up here preparing for this. Um, and I, I, I love, um, so I read a lot of books, listen to a lot of audiobooks. And one that I love right now is called The Gap and the Gain. And it's the gap is basically always never being good enough. And the gain is always looking back at your progress. And it's when you fail, you learn. Because you can actually 
reframe a failure into a learning opportunity, right? And if you truly do that and you really dissect it and try to make an actual learning opportunity where you're like, you actually learn, then it really is a game, right? And so this scripture, and so I read a lot of books and I always love to bounce it off of scripture, fact book it, right? To make sure that I can tie it to scripture, um, which is truth. Um, and we know that there can be false idols and, and false teachings, right? So I always want to bounce off scripture. And so I really like this to tie it into the gap in the gain, uh, saying how we don't need anything to be good enough. We want things and those are okay blessings that we're after and God wants to bless us, but we don't need anything to be good enough. So for, and I'm going to read this scripture in a second, for, for you Christian contractors listening in right now, where you literally feel an unhealthy obsession that you need something. You feel that right here, right now, listen to this audio or video. You don't need anything to be good enough. You are already good enough in God's eyes. You, you're, you're created good enough in God's eyes. There's literally nothing you can do. You are already good enough. And love is the answer. Loving yourself and loving what you have is how you get to that next level. It is. It's, uh, getting to the next level is not happiness. Happiness is the answer. So here's the scripture. So we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Romans 3.23. But it also says there is one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity, the man Christ Jesus. He gave his life to purchase freedom for everybody. So uh, we are not good enough, actually. It's very, actually, now to take a step back, to hopefully this will make anyone feel bad, but actually, to, correct, to clarify, we are actually not good enough, and we never will be, which is kind of sad a little bit if you think about it at that value. But luckily, Jesus died for us and washed all of our sins white as snow so that we don't have to do anything to be good enough and we are all already good enough. So he literally purchased that freedom so we can be released from the shackles and the chains of always needing to be better and be in the next place and be grow our business a little bit more revenue or more company, a little more outreach, a little more impact, whatever that is, we feel it. We need to we need to get rid of that, and we need to focus on uh, knowing that we're already good enough, exactly where we are. And I think it's I think it's okay to want to align with God's will and pray about it. What does that mean? About is that is that getting bigger? Is that growing? Is that what you want for me? If if your business is glorifying God, then that aligns with God's will, and He's gonna He's gonna bless that, right? So yeah, man, it's that's that's a huge one. That and I, I think that a lot of contractors and, and business owners do that same, that have that same mentality where it's, I, I'm going to keep God away from my business. I can't speak about it and who I am and with my clients. Or if, if that's your mentality, how could God come in and bless your business and make it intertwined, where you're glorifying His name? and who he is and what he has for you. If you keep him at an arm's distance because you don't want to offend others by enlightening them and telling them who they, who you are. Mm, like true. I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian. Yeah. That's, that's who I am. Okay. And if, if you don't like it, then it's okay. It's just, I'm not going to force my beliefs on you. I'm not going to force who I am on you, but at the same time, this is who I am. This is who my business represents. And if that's not meant for you, then God doesn't have that for you. That client, that specific client, if they're offended by that, 
That's okay. Yeah. That's not meant for you. And that's not God's will is to have that particular client. Yeah. It's okay to walk away from something that's not meant for you. Mm, so true. Yeah. It's like you want to force it. Like you have that unhealthy need to have it. But when you put, you literally the, you know, you put the kingdom first, everything else will be added unto you. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I love intertwining God. I've, I've intertwined God in my business from get go. So that I wouldn't be tempted to not. That's why, I mean, I really started off everything already knowing that I was going to intertwine God in, into the entire mix. Um, that way everyone already knows from day one that that's just how, how I roll in. Hey, and I'm just honestly being authentic about who I am. I mean, you need to be that. I always say I honor, respect, and value all religions, creeds, and beliefs or non-beliefs. But this is who I am. This is how I roll. And, you know, I'll pray for you. You don't have to accept it or receive it, but I'm going to. And, you know, if that offends you, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep being who I am. Exactly. That's all, that's all, that's all we can be is who we are. And, and the more you try and hide who you are, the more less than you feel. Yeah. Yeah. So in in my mind, stop hiding who you are. Stop stop sheltering people from who you are. Yeah, and uh I I uh practically like day day to day contractors, they they enter into a lot of homes and I heard someone say, I get to I get to talk to a lot of people about uh about Jesus, you know. If it if it feels right, you know. So practically yeah. I've, I've spoken to contractors about this and you know, uh, they get to go face to face with a lot of homeowners. And um, when it feels right, they'll politely ask, do you mind if I, can I pray for you? Is that, a, is that okay? Or do you, you know, he'll, they'll find ways to bring it up in conversation. And some people are polite and say yes. And they, and they, it, they don't, maybe they're not believers or they're not part of that. They have a different religion and that's okay. But wow, it's a mission field. You can be out there actually doing that. And I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't expect God to always bless my business whenever I do things that please him. But I got to say, I'm a firm believer because I've honestly tried to glorify God in all that I've done. And I can't tell you some crazy, you know, how many awesome miracles have happened and blessings be after doing things like that. And like once I said, I'm not, again, I'm not expecting that, but God wants to bless his children, Right. Um, and whatever comes, I'll take it. That's, that's beautiful. I'm not, that's not what I'm after, but Hey, if God wants to bless his children, I'm going to be here. Right? The main blessing is serving and, be, and, and, uh, is serving and spreading the word, creating disciples of the nations, be the salt and light of the earth, loving our brothers and sisters. Those are the commands that we have from the final commands that we got from Jesus. That's where the joy comes from. And whatever comes as a bonus on top of that, that's just a cherry on top. Um, so I want to encourage Christian contractors listening in right now. It's just, we, I really believe that we can integrate the kingdom more and more into our business while still respecting and honoring and valuing everybody else uh, in the process. A hundred percent. No, no, it's not a judgment place or it, I feel like it's, it's an opportunity, not only for the business, but also to touch other people and show more like our job as Christians is not to tell people what to do or show or tell them this is what a good Christian is. This is what we're, so, we do. It's not a dictating of how it's being done. It's show, show them, lead them. It's, this is who I am. This is what my business represents. It doesn't, 
telling them what they should or shouldn't do all the time or being from a place of in order to, to, to go to heaven or in order to do this, you have to be this way mm. and telling them what they should or should not do. It's, it's, it's the best way to, to lead somebody is to show them. Mm, yeah. Show them what a Christian is. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, and we, we are given that opportunity every day with our teams, with our clients, with our, our communities. Like there's opportunity all the time to show who we are as Christians. Mm, that, that's such a good point in your team. There's, there's so much, uh, so much tilling of the earth that you can do with just your team. You know, you can, you can nurture that relate the, that relationship in your team and love on them and, you know, lead by example. And I think that is the best way. I mean, for me, that's been my favorite way to influence is not to yeah hit them over the head with the Bible, but yeah. show the way and lead the way and at, be different and, uh, you know, uh, have God in your heart, be the hands and feet of Jesus. When they look at you, pray that they see Jesus in your eyes, you know, like that's, um, if you can do that, then that's, that, that's my favorite way to influence is, is just, yeah, showing the way and being the way. And, um, so that's huge. The actual, obviously the team, there's, there's influence on your team. There's influence, um, with homeowners. Um, and then it's also influence with creating abundance in our business. If we're glorifying God, that's our truly where our heart truly inauthentically is, um, you know, doing things in the world to, to glorify God. So, for example, obviously we just got back from Mexico, um, building homes for the homeless out there. Oh man, God's put that vision on my heart for a, for a long time now to band Christian contractors together and actually be boots on the ground, making an impact, you know, doing what we do best, right? Contractors work with our hands, construction, and get out there and glorify God and use that as, as the mission field. And so I'm just going to use this opportunity to, to throw it out there once again um, that you know, the vision that's been placed on my heart is to band Christian contractors together. And I pray that the Christian contractors listening into this are like, yeah, I'm on board. Cause if that's you message me, text me, email me, whatever, because, uh, you know, in 2024, we're, we're going back again and we're going to be bringing, uh, a handful of contractors. And my prayer is that it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and not for the sake of getting bigger, not for me, <laughs> but for glorifying God and, you know, always putting God first, laying down, surrendering our ego and surrendering our will to God's will. Um, so, you know, that's the next, the next, the next field is actually going out and being the hands and feet of Jesus in the world. And are we doing that? I, I hear a lot of people talking about donating money and that's great. I think that's beautiful, but I feel like there's, there's a, there's a next level. And this could just be me saying this, of course. I I don't claim I don't claim to know everything. I'm just a guy trying to figure it out, is what I always say. Uh, but I feel like um, there's a greater reward when you yourself use your time, energy, and resources, and you go and do something. Boots on the ground. I mean, it, it says in the Bible that the, the person that gets the greatest roles is, is the giver, not the receiver. And it's so true. You actually go out there, boots on the ground. And impact of family, you know, family lives. Uh, it's amazing. So I just want to use this opportunity to say and, and declare with authority that we're going to do that. And we're going to do it in a big way. And Jordan, I know I've already invited you. So my prayer is that you're going to be there and, um, and that all the Christian contractors listening in, they're like, yeah, how do I be a part of that? 
it's it's gonna be fun. I, and now I'm gonna go, obviously. And that's this is on recording, so yes, I'm gonna go. <laughs> you heard him. Uh, um, but yeah, we being involved is is different. The the gratification it it, it kind of like uh, as a reference point, like we know that God created this world and everything in it. He doesn't need our things. He knows what he did. But at the same time, the gratification that you receive from being that bridge mm. in God's will, but also doing it where you get to be hands-on, mm. the gratefulness that people, you can see it in their face. You can feel it in their heart. You can, you can actually be part of it. Mm. Mm. That's Doing God's work is, is is amazing. So when you get to be involved in something like that, money's money. Mm. But being part of it is, is different. Dude, you do this. I mean, my experience was, oh my God, this is the purpose of life. You know, I was just like, dude, I was like, wow. I mean, creating, obviously glorifying God, loving God, creating a family. But, and, and like, wow, I was a part of it. My first experience was, holy smokes dude there's nothing else matters you know i was so blown away and you well, can't experience that unless you're actually there and uh and uh yeah go go ahead go ahead yeah the god's the, god's the ultimate creator mm. he created us in him his image right. so why not yeah like that's the ultimate thing like that i feel like if i mean every day in a lot of ways I get that brings my closeness to God. I get to create every day. Mm-hmm. I get to build, and Jesus was a carpenter, right? Yeah. So, so Jesus is a carpenter. God's the ultimate creator. Yeah. And I'm a builder, and I get to create. Feels like it's coming like, together. It's it's like that that bridge. Yeah. Between Jesus and God, we get to be that bridge between reality and, and Jesus and God. It's so true. And I get to bring them on earth he's, with everything I do every day. So good. So good. Yeah, he spoke and he created, and now he's we're creating in his image. Now we create in his name. And and yeah, and, and uh, to clarify, I feel like there there can always be uh, <clears throat> uh, pessimism around this. Like, well, well there's, you know... You don't need to do any of this stuff during your salvation. Very true. We do not have to, right? We, we need to believe, in, uh, believe that Jesus died for our sins uh, so that we could go to heaven and we are that's our salvation. But we can't earn our salvation by being good. We don't want to be legalistic and think that we need to earn our salvation. Um, but when you truly love God, and it's a it's a journey. I, I, can, I can say that obviously if, if you listen to my origin story, I definitely did not start out here. And as soon as I flipped the script, started started heading towards Jesus, it definitely didn't happen right away. But over time, um, you start getting uh, better and better at, at uh, living this out. But, uh, but yeah, but yeah, I agree. I think we get better. I think we get better at listening. Yeah. As we as we go down our journey, I think we get better at listening. So, I mean, prayer is one thing. Right, you can pray. You're praying to God. You're talking to God. But I think a valuable part of that is listening to God. 
And I think as we get older and more endowed in our faith, we also learn that listening is very, very crucial because how can you hear God if you're constantly telling him? Yeah. Yeah. You're always talking to him. Yeah. But if you're listening, yeah, you can actually hear what he has to say. Just put it on your heart. And what and exactly what he what what he's saying is we can't earn his salvation. These are the things that we're doing here is is uh if we truly love God, then you have this desire, burning desire to, to do these things and to please God. So you can't right, you can't please God. There's uh there uh, what was it? I believe it was uh yeah, essentially Essentially, what it comes down to is you can't earn your salvation, but you can please God, and um, because you can be uh, the opposite that is, is saved, but you're not pleasing God at all. You're still, you know, you're completely living in sin. You're like, well, what? Jesus died for me. I believe He died for me, so I can keep doing this X, Y, and Z. And then that, the only thing with that is, it it's a it's a divider between you and God, and. Um, you know, when you love God, you actually seek and you want to do those things and you, and you please God and, and he loves that. And that makes him happy and he wants to bless his children. So it's just a love offering, all of it, really. It's just a big yeah. love offering. And, and once again, it's the, the giver is the one that's rewarded the most. And it's so true. Once you experience it and you feel it, you're trained. Oh, yeah, that is the truth. The giver is the one that's actually being the most rewarded. So then you want to give to God more because you keep getting more rewarded. And it's just this awesome cycle. And so, and the point was, is that I didn't start out like that. I didn't, I just kind of figured it out. And I didn't know about all that. But over time and maturing and it's a journey, you realize you get, you get trained behaviorally. The more you give to God, the more you receive. And sometimes it's not in your timing. But if you're faithful over time, and you have endurance, which is another uh, out of the Bible and scripture, is holy smoke. Uh, God is faithful. God is faithful. You know, I've seen it work for them. 100%. It's the consistency that God shows us, how he loves, right? Mm. So his love is unconditional. And I feel like if it's, he's always there, like this, the footprints in the sand, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so it's not like he's ever gone. He's always there. He's consistent. Yeah. Like, like you are as a father, your consistency with the kids. He is the same with us because he's our father, right? So, those consistencies stay true. His promise to us, but it's when we continuously seek and be consistent with him. And speaking of father, uh, talk to me about uh, how, so right, there's being a business owner, then there's being a father. Talk to me a little mm-hmm. bit about Christian contractors listening in, you know, that have kids. How has, how has God affected your personal life, your, your father, fatherhood life, your husbandry? Talk to me a little bit about that because that all plays into everything, right? It, so it's, it's changed dramatically because it was always that, that sense where it was, I'm failing, I'm failing, I'm failing, I'm not doing this well enough. So I worked harder at being the business owner. But at the same time, when you when you flip it and you focus on you are good enough, you're not chasing. You are your your next day or the next job or the next contract you sign. It's you're good enough just the way you are. 
it changes the whole dynamic in the household, changes the whole dynamic with your kids because you're more in tune with present, Mm. Mm. being good enough, accepting and knowing that you are good enough. And it also gives them the ability to see that they're good enough and you can see them versus those expectations of why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Oh, you know what? Okay, well, let's change this around if you're good enough. Okay, can you help with this? Mm. Can you do this for me? Can you help me out? Mm. It changes your relationship with them. It changes your relationship with your wife. Mm. Mm. Because your, your expectations change. Mm. Now she becomes good enough. Ooh, yep. Yep. Just the way she is. Mm. Just, mm. just the, your family is good enough the way they are at the time they are that day, that point in life. And you just continue to be the leader that you are as God intended you to be. You don't need to tell them what they should or shouldn't do. They're right where they should be right here, right? They're exactly where they should be. And, and then that plays into, right? You you begin to understand you're good enough and God has you right where you're supposed to be. And have that patient endurance. Be faithful through the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, goodness, and self-control. That faithfulness part is being faithful with that where you are uh, is where you're supposed to be. And like you said, by being good enough, then it plays into your husbandry and your fatherhood. And I think that is, that's going to create a big circle where that starts going, you start having a better husbandry life and a better fatherhood life. Then you bring that in the workplace. Now you're a better leader. Hmm, Imagine that. And now, and now you're, and now your, your customers are feeling a different interaction with you. Your reviews start changing a little bit. And then slowly but surely your patient endurance starts seeing the fruit, right? So judge a man by the mm-hmm. fruit and we have to till the earth and plant our seed and do our inner work first within ourselves between us and God. And then the fruit comes of that, which it's not going to be right away. It takes time. It takes patience. It takes watering. It takes nurturing. It takes time. But if we do that, we do that inner work. Christian contractors listening in right now, if you're impatient and you're pushing and you're pushing and you're pushing, hit the, hit the brakes. Focus on your spirit, your, on yourself and your relationship with God. And if you nurture that, your your wife is going to change. Your kids are going to change. Your team is going to change. Your customers are going to change. And the fruit is going to be evident. It's going to be clear. But here's the problem is the timeline that God has is not the same timeline our fast-paced society has. It's not yes. quite fast enough for the world. The world's like, come on, keep up. But if you slow down, you focus on quality, you focus on relationships, focus on putting the kingdom before all else, it will come to fruition. And I mean, it's, it's biblical. Uh, wealth gained hastily will quickly dwindle, but when gained little by little, it will surely last. Uh, paraphrasing there a little bit, but that's scripture where when we're patient, we take one step at a time, it will grow exponentially. <laughs> Maybe we don't get the instant hit that we're looking for. That's super quick. That's going to get us to that goal super, super fast. But if we are able to stand the test, the test of time, 
and follow those biblical principles, it's, it's going to be maybe sprouting a little bit slower, but then there's going to be a moment with, for exponential growth, and it's going to be, I, I believe that it'll be greater than anything you ever, you ever dreamt of was even possible, mm -hmm. which is though they call those God level goals. Only God could even dream of those level <laughs> goals. Like it's so mega, so big that you wouldn't even fathom. Like that is what is in store. God has all the resources. He has all the customers. He has all the money. He has all the abundance. He has, he has all the time. And if we're faithful, um, not that we're promised, Oh, we're going to make a bunch of money, but God will, will bless us. If, if our will aligns with his, he's, there's, he's going to create beautiful things that happen that we're so pumped on that it's better than any amount of money that we could ever earn. Because what, what is money? It's a tool, right? Whether it's going to be money, it's going to be time, it's going to be resources, it's going to be connections, it's going to be relationships, it's going to be homes you built that's just changing your life or whatever it is, you know? So, yeah, man, 100%. The saying, the saying goes, uh, you can't fill from an empty cup. Mm. So true. So the biblical, the scripture, but there's also human analogy that I guess that comes into play where it can be translated easier. And if you can't, how, how can you expect to take care of others when you don't take care of yourself? So you can't fill from an empty cup. If you're constantly go, 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 go. So aligning with pump the brakes, slow down, take care of yourself. So you can take care of all those things and all those people that in, are you're entrusted to to lead. Mm, mm. You have to be able to take care of yourself first. Then that's, I mean, it says it on the airplane, right? Put your mask on first. That's right. Yeah. So take care of you, so you can take care of others as God wants you to. Mm. But if you're going so fast and you're trying to get to the next, 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 you're never gonna slow down enough to see what really. God has for you or what you're supposed to do. Mm, so powerful, so powerful. So to circle back to where we started, which is I believe there's Christian contractors listening in right now that are struggling in this very moment and they are having a perspective shift. They're thinking, well, maybe I am good enough and I've been feeling not good enough for the last year. Maybe, you know, maybe it's been a year. They've been going backwards back you know and, and and they're just stuck i just pray that the christian contractor listening in right now would know that they are good enough and they don't need anything to be good enough there's they don't need anything on the face of the planet you don't need anything you can want things and that's okay but you don't need it you can want mm -hmm. it but you don't need it you do not need it because and, and god dies you're already enough and luckily jesus died for us so that we could be good enough and there's nothing else we can do to earn that salvation. For so for Christian contractors listening right now, you guys, you are good enough. My prayer is that you know that that you that you nurture that soil, you plant the seed, you have patient endurance, and you uh, just nurture that. Work on yourself first, and know that you are enough. And and there will be fruit on the other side of that. And just know that we love you, brothers and sisters. You know. Um, and I just pray that we can band together. Um, you know, like I was saying, God's placing visions on my heart. Obviously, everyone has different visions. I know that. Um, but for those of you listening in that feel alignment with what I, what we're doing in Mexico right now, which is building homes for the homeless, 
please reach out, text me, email me, call me, whatever it is. And I uh, would la- love to have you be a part of the journey. Um, and uh, Jordan, dude, this is, this is huge. This is awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Where can people connect with you, Jordan, if they want to learn more about you, Village Innovation Group? Where can people find you? Oh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. On, we're on it's our website's www.buildersig.com. Um, or you can connect with us on uh, pretty much any social media platform. We're trying to spread as much as we can, glorifying as much as we can with God and, and putting our heart in everything we build and create every day. Boom. So you guys check him out. Buildersig.com. Uh, he's all over the place. Jordan's an awesome man and, uh, he's glorifying God through his business. And I pray that we can band together we're all di- just different parts of the body of Christ, all after the same mission and same, the same vision, which is ultimately to glorify God. Um, and I just pray that uh, let's band together. You know, don't hesitate, connect, let's chat. There's big things happening. I think that I believe that the the nation has a, a big awakening coming. Uh, I believe there's a lot of I call quote unquote sleeper Christians that are are feeling not lit up by the fire of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that if we band together, we can change that. We can make a huge impact, a huge change, and do it in a way that has never been done uh, ever before. So you guys, don't hesitate to reach out. And on that note, thank you so much for tuning in to the Christian Contractor Podcast. I'm Brandon Guthrie with Dream Design Labs. If you're a Christian contractor that wants to take territory in God's name, learn how to do just that at go.dreamdesignlabs.com forward slash case staff study that's case hyphen study check it out it's free i guarantee you'll get great value from the content remember marketing your residential contractor business doesn't have to be hard all you need is the right tools and the right heart to serve till next time stay blessed jordan really appreciate you being here and taking the time to hop on of course you have a great rest of the day and a very very good time and blessed weekend with the family you as well man appreciate you peace